Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Bugs Pep! B-E-P Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman! Superman performs a modern miracle, but is forced to stand by helplessly praying for a medical miracle to save the life of Danny O'Neill, youthful victim of intolerance. You know, gang, one of the best things about this new second series of comic buttons Kellogg's Pep is putting out is you keep right on having fun. Yes, sir. This isn't something you do in a minute and then forget. You get loads of fun for weeks and weeks. First off, it's mighty exciting to see which button is inside when Mom opens a new package of Pep. Maybe it's a second series button you don't have yet. Maybe Uncle Willie or, or Amy from Moon Mullins. Maybe Hans or Fritz. Maybe even Superman himself, complete with cape and Superman insignia. But if it's a duplicate, that's even more fun because then you can scout around and see which one of your pals has a different button to swap with you. And then you have another gleaming, bright-colored comic button to pin on your jacket or your dress or cap. Now, it's a cinch to collect all 18 different buttons in this brand-new series. All you do is to ask Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep and look inside the package for your prize. Remember, you can't buy these comic buttons, and you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. They come only as prizes in packages of P-E-P Pep, the sunshine cereal made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. Veiled threats, unsigned notes of warning, and harsh anonymous voices over the telephone have for weeks heralded an organized attempt to spread hate and prejudice throughout the city of Metropolis. Then, in the darkness of the night, the first dirty, underhanded blow was struck. A disastrous fire that destroyed six buildings on Morton Street. The following day, Danny O'Neill, a young newsboy who had been an accidental eyewitness to the starting of the fire, was cruelly beaten. In the Metropolis Hospital, he was found to require a delicate brain operation. But the only surgeon who might perform the operation with any chance of success was in Chicago, three hours away by the fastest plane. As Superman, Clark Kent streaked west, learning that Dr. Henley, the surgeon, had gone to the theater. The Man of Steel, once more in the guise and garb of Clark Kent, began a tour of the Chicago theaters. Desperate now, with precious minutes ticking away, we find him inquiring at the box office of the Lyric Theater, where a musical comedy is playing. I beg your pardon, but can you tell me whether Dr. Henley, Dr. Ernest Henley, is in this theater? Doctors usually leave their names at the box office in case of an emergency call, don't they? Yes. Just a moment. Thank you. Now, let's see. What was that name again? Henley. Ernest C. Henley. Bainbridge, Lewis, Cohn, Havemeyer, Henley. Yes, he is here. Oh, thank heaven. What's his seat number? I don't know. What? He didn't leave it with me. 
He got here after the first uh, curtain went up, and he, all he did was stop and tell me his name. Dr. Henley. Well, how can I locate him? Well, you'll have to wait till intermission. I can't wait. I've got to be back in Metropolis in ten minutes. What did you say? I said that I... Well, never mind. I, I'm going in to find Dr. Henley. Hey, wait a minute. Come back here. The show's on. That's too bad. Stepping into the theater, Pawnee and avoids the usher who approaches him, hurries down the aisle, and once he reaches the orchestra pit, turns and faces the audience, raising his hands for attention. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Your attention. I'm sorry to have to interrupt the show, but this is a matter of life and death. Is Dr. Ernest Henley in the theater? I'm Dr. Henley. Dr. Henley, would you please meet me in the lobby at once? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. On with the show. Hurrying back up the aisle, Clark Kent reaches the lobby just as Dr. Henley, obviously puzzled, emerges from the theater. I'm terribly sorry to have to do this, Dr. Henley, but as I said, it's a matter of life and death. My name is Clark Kent. I'm a reporter on the Metropolis Daily Planet, and I've got to... Just a moment, young man. Uh, Not so fast. It's got to be fast, Doctor. A youngster is dying in the Metropolis Hospital, and you're the only one who can possibly save him. Did you say Metropolis? Yes, you've got to be there within half an hour. Young man, are you out of your mind? Metropolis is a thousand miles from Chicago. Well, I've arranged all that. You've arranged what? (laughs) I'm not Superman, you know. No, but I've arranged for Superman to fly you to Metropolis. You... you what? There isn't time to explain now. Are you ready to leave? Well, uh, I don't know. My hat and coat, they're, they're, they're in the checkbook. Well, get your hat and coat and, and wait in the stage door alley outside the theater. Superman will meet you there. But make it fast, please. Yes, yes, but good heavens, this is the most Days amazing and confused thing. Confused. The famous brain surgeon following Clark Kent's instructions almost automatically re-enters the theater. A minute later, he emerges again wearing his hat and coat. There on the sidewalk waiting for him is the Man of Steel, resplendent in blue costume and red cape. Superman. At your service, Doctor. And I think we'd better get going. Time is growing short. Are you ready? Yes, yes, I suppose so. Good. Under my arm, then. That's it. Now, up, up, and away! Leaping high above the city of Chicago, Superman hovers for a moment in curious flight, takes a bearing from the stars, and heads east, carrying the one man who may have it within his skilled power, not only to save the slowly ebbing life of young Danny O'Neill, but at the same time to strike a blow at whoever is behind the murderous attempt to build up the fires of hatred. Two hours later, as the clock in the Metropolis Bank Tower strikes midnight, we find Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen at the now-deserted office of the Daily Planet. Tell me again how Superman brought Dr. Henley from Chicago, Mr. Kent. I've told you once, Jim. I've told you a dozen times. At 10.30, we were in Chicago. At 10.50, Dr. Henley was at the Metropolis Hospital. Oh, who's we? Dr. Henley uh, and Superman. You said we like you were Superman. Oh, did I? Yeah, that sounds silly, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of. I think we ought to call the hospital again. It's midnight. Well, we can't keep calling every ten minutes, Jeff. Yeah, I know, but it's been an hour since Dr. Henley started operating. I know. It's an awful long time. Well, brain operations are very delicate things. They take lots of time. We've done all we can do, Jim. Everything humanly possible. The rest is in the hands of God. If Danny pulls through, and I'm praying he will, we're going right ahead with our plan to get to whoever's behind all this hate-spreading campaign. Muggs and the other kid aren't important. They're just tools. Someone higher up is using them. And that'll be your job, Jim. To get to the higher up through Muggs and his gang. You think you can handle it? Well, I don't think. I know. You just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Good boy, Jim. Now, could we call the hospital? All right, all right. Go ahead. Get Miss Williams, the head nurse. I'll speak to her. Okay. Remember, this is the last call tonight. If 
there's no news, you're going home to bed. Oh, gosh, Mr. Ken, I couldn't sleep. Honest, I couldn't. Now, look, Jim, you've got to be sensible about this. Sitting here worrying isn't going to get you. Hello? Metropolis Hospital? I'd like to speak to Miss Williams, the head nurse. Oh, Mr. Kent's calling. Mr. Kent of the Daily Planet. Uh-huh. Thank you. She'll be right around here. Okay, thanks. Hello, Miss Williams. This is Clark Kent. Well, I'm sorry to disturb you, but I... What was that? Oh, gosh. I see. Yes, yes, I'll hold on. Mr. Kent is... Take it easy, Tim. Dr. Henley has just come out of the operating room. It's all over. All over? You mean Danny... I mean the operation's all over. Miss Williams is finding out the result. Oh, gosh. All we can do now, Jim, is pray. That's what I'm doing. I'm praying as, as hard as I can. Lowering his head, Jimmy clasps his hands in his lap. His thin body tight and tense. Meanwhile, an odd scene is taking place in another part of the city. A scene that in a moment will bring this episode to a strange and startling climax. Say, gang, if you should happen to help your mother with the weekend shopping, and if mother should happen to need a new package or two of Kellogg's Pep, don't forget to remind her, because this sunny golden toasted cereal tastes a doggone swell. It's packed with real wide-awake flavor, so fresh and crisp that, well, you'll want to eat lots of it. And because Pep is good for you, too. Mom will tell you that. Why, your regular breakfast bowl full of Kellogg's Pep gives you your whole daily minimum need of good old sunshine vitamin D and more than twice as much of an energy vitamin B1 as sun-ripened whole wheat. What's more, Pep is the prize package that brings you those snappy new second series comic buttons all the gang's collecting. Real humdingers they are. Brilliant colored pictures of favorite comic strip characters. Eighteen different buttons in all to collect and to trade duplicates with your pals. So better get busy. Make sure Mom gets you some more Kellogg's Pep because that's the only way you can get these thrilling comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You get these swell prizes only in packages of P-E-P, Pep, the sunshine cereal made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. While Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen are waiting anxiously for word of the success or failure of the delicate operation on young Danny O'Neill, a strange scene is taking place far across the city. In a room of a penthouse, a room equipped as an office, Muggs, the juvenile gang leader responsible for both the fire on Morton Street and the brutal attack on Danny O'Neill, stands alone at one end of the room. Actually, he is not alone. Directly in front of him is a heavy plush curtain masking a wall. And behind the curtain is a man who, although unseen, is not unheard. His voice, thin, hard, and brittle, cuts through the curtain like a knife. Answer me, you little fool. Why did you do it? Why did you attack that boy? I I figured he'd seen us and was going to snitch. You're not supposed to figure. That's my job. You're supposed to take orders. Yeah, yeah, sure. You realize what you've done? Haven't it yet penetrated that thick skull of yours that if that boy dies... You'll go to the chair? No, you, you said I get protection. I said you'd get protection if you followed orders. Nobody told you to beat up that boy. I only did How it. How many times have I told you that what we're trying to do is stir up trouble? Yeah, I know. You know nothing. If that boy dies, the organization I'm building here in Metropolis is ruined. We'll all have to get out of the city. Why? Why? Because when the police pick you up for murder and put the screws on you, you'll squeal. They ain't gonna pick me up. They ain't gonna. That's what you think. No, you're not leaving here until we know definitely whether the boy is dead or alive. If he's dead, the police won't get the opportunity to make you squeal. Hey, wait. 
What are you talking like that for? Because it's the only talk you understand. Why, why don't you come out from behind that curtain and let me talk to you face to face? Why don't I never get to see you? For a very good reason, Mug, so that you'll never be in a position to identify me. I have important work to do. My job is to stir up hatred and prejudice, to divide the people, so that when we're ready, we can step in and take over. We're out to make the Jew hate the Christian, and the Christian hate the Jew. We tell the Catholic, the Protestant despises him. And we tell the Protestant, the Catholic despises him. Do you understand? Yeah, sure. That's why I can't take any chances. My work must go on, even if it means forever silencing your tongue. If that boy dies, you will have to be eliminated. No. No. So start praying, Muggs. Get down on your knees and pray that he lives. Panic-stricken, his face chalk-white, Muggs drops to his knees. And so, by a strange twist of fate, in widely separated sections of Metropolis, two youngsters, Jimmy Olsen, boy reporter, and Muggs of Pool Room Tough, are praying for the same thing, the life of Danny O'Neill. There is only one difference. On Muggs' lips, the prayer becomes a mockery. What will happen? Well, now that we've at least heard the cold, brittle voice of the man behind what may be a reign of terror, anything can happen. And almost everything does in this tense, exciting story of Superman's greatest battle, the fight against hate and prejudice. So be sure to listen Monday, same time, same station, when suddenly and unexpectedly, Superman finds himself in trouble in the episode entitled, The Trap. And remember, for breakfast, it's Pep. For excitement, it's the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazine and brought to you Monday through Friday by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, how about being a pal to your dog like he is to you? Sure, do him a good turn. Treat him to Kellogg's Grow Pup Dog Food. It beats all how many dogs give Grow Pup the glad eye. It's so full of meaty flavor, and there are three different kinds to pick from. There's Grow Pup Ribbon, Grow Pup Meal, and Grow Pup Pellets. You can give your dog the kind he likes best because they all have what it takes to help keep him right on the beam. For lots of muscle, for strong bones and teeth, ask Mother to base your dog's diet on Kellogg's Grow Pup every day. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.